It's Jordan, back with Starter Startup. I'm your host, Jordan Munster, CEO, President of High Caliber Carding and Entertainment, and also President of Combat Carding LLC. And guys, I have so much to update you on, but you know what? I changed my fucking mind. And as you might have heard in, uh, uh, from in the grapevine, I guess, uh, if you're a part of this project, which I guess I'm just assuming the most of the people that listen to this are, but if you're not, we are a week away from opening. And you know what? This last couple of weeks have been really challenging. And I've realized that I need to share this stuff. And it's actually, it's been driving me nuts to not get on this podcast. Because every time I feel that urge, that burning, that fire to give you guys a little bit of a taste of what's going on and give you guys an update, I always find that it's on my way to work, driving in my truck, something like that. And it's really, I want to record the podcast, but I don't want you to have to sit there and listen to the road noise. So I'm going to try to condense a lot of this stuff down, but there's a lot of things I want to share with you that we are right now, we are getting down to the wire. We are close to opening. And I'll tell you what, every goddamn day, it is something like, oh my God, we're not going to be able to open on time. Or, oh my God, this is going to cost us a million dollars to change this. I mean, every fucking day, it's two, three times a day, actually. And, you know, honestly, it got me thinking about like what it's like to feel scared. And I want to share a story with you. This is just, God, maybe four or five weeks ago. I was sitting in the office and I went to go process our draw request. And I'm certain that I've talked about this in podcasts in the back about how, in the past, about how those small business uh, draw requests work. Basically, you spend your money and then you ask for your money back so you can spend more of it. It's kind of a son of a bitch because. Let's say I've got $60,000 going out today and I got to make payroll tomorrow. You know, I got to get that thing turned around and get it resubmitted. Well, it was a Friday evening and we had like $4,000 in our bank account. And I submitted the draw request like normal, make sure that we could get payroll because our pay- payroll right now for our core group is sitting around $6,500 a week. So I pay- I processed the draw request and I get an auto response that the, uh, or, no, no, I'm sorry, that the, the girl I'm working with, she was on vacation during the time. And she, so I, I knew she was on vacation, but she was back that day. And I sent it over to her. It's like, Hey, can we get this knocked out? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no problem. We get it knocked out. They get it. They say that they get it all taken care of. Well, right around five o'clock, I look and I get an email that says, Hey, we weren't able to process it today. We'll get it processed Monday. Well, there's a little bit of a problem with that. I just wrote $6,500 worth of checks to my employees. And we were, you know, $4,000 short or something like that. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this bank account going, what the fuck am I going to do? Because it's all direct deposit. These guys, all these checks are going to bounce tomorrow. So I looked at my personal bank account and I had like $4,055 in there. We needed four grand. Well, it was the last day of the month and my mortgage was due too. And that was the day that my wife had gotten paid. Well, I had to take a look at that and say, what's more important? 
paying my guys and making sure that they don't feel uncomfortable thinking that we're out of money because we're not fucking out of money. We still got $1.4 million in the bank account right now with us. We just can't touch it. So what's going to what's gonna happen if I end up giving them, the, if they end up bouncing their payroll checks? I mean, that could affect them drastically. And I'm not about to do that. So I take a look at it and thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be for the first time ever in my life, I'm going to be late for my mortgage. So I took all the money out of my bank account. I deposited it to our operations account. And after that all posted, and after that, it was maybe like 30 minutes later, the checks post, I had $21 in my personal bank account and $30 in the company bank account. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I never felt better in my fucking life. I felt so proud of the decision I was making. I felt so happy with the struggle that I had to be go through to make this successful. I I wanted this to happen. And you know what? The universe fucking took care of me. I got before the end of the night, I had it all figured out in a completely different way, but in that moment, that was the only fucking choice that we had to move forward. Yeah, I was scared. Everybody would be fucking scared in that situation. You've got 50 fucking dollars and you've got a shit ton of people who have relied on you. You just got 80 people to put in their two-week notice and quit their jobs to follow your fucking word. That's all I have. All I have right now is my fucking word for people, for them to follow me and believe me. And if if I can't sit there and say, I'm going to sacrifice every goddamn thing I have to make sure that we keep moving this thing forward, it's going to fail. And you need to be able to do that with no matter what the fuck you're doing too. Whether it's you're opening your own company, whether it's you're just working somewhere, fucking sacrifice a little. It's okay to be scared. It's fine. But you know what being scared is? It's just the fear of the unknown. When's the last time you went forward in the unknown and an actual bad situation happened? Something that you were scared of in a bad situation actually happened. That's the exception, not the rule. But we're so caught up with the what ifs all the time that it stops us. But we continue, it, it, it pops up over and over and over and over again. And, you know, we have it right now. We're, you know, a week, we're a week away from opening. And we're constantly looking at what needs to be done. What, is, or what are we going to be missing? How are we going to make this perfect? And we're all just stressing our goddamn minds out over it. Well, the thing is, is it's never going to be perfect. Not once. No matter what the fuck it is you're doing, it's never going to be perfect. Now, you strive for that perfection all the goddamn time because if you don't, you're going to be a piece of shit and you're going to suck. But just understand that you're never going to achieve perfection. It makes you a little bit less scared of what that next step's going to be. What, what, when you finally cross that finish line, you're not as scared of that because you know that it's not a done battle. We've For a year and a half, We've been moving forward on this project. In one week, we cross that finish line. But you know what happens when we cross that finish line? A new fucking race starts. And it continuously happens over and over and over again. And it's exciting and thrilling. It should be. It should be absolutely thrilling for you. Issues are going to come up. Things are going to be problem. But how you perceive those issues, how you perceive those problems and handle them, that is what's going to determine whether you're successful or not. You know, for the last week, I, you know, let, why don't I give you a couple of stories of what has happened last week? So we'll take, for example, oh, the, the emergency exit. So we're going through the facility and we're kind of looking at it saying, what is the township going to be concerned about? You know, are they going to say, you know, 
oh, you know, this roof ceiling's too low or, you know, there's fire suppression issues, issues here. Well, we take a look and we realize that one of our emergency exits is completely blocked by the track. You can't get around it or anything. And one of our concerns on that was, well, what are they going to say over at the fire department? Is there enough egress and ingress or whatever the fuck that is to be able to give get people out of the facility if there's an emergency? Well, the track is blocking it. Now, to be honest, the only fucking people that are going to be going out this exit are people that are on the track. There's literally nothing else over there. And that it's like 30,000 square foot area with two emergency exits on it that has nothing but track in it. So you know for sure those people are going to be on the track and that's all that's going to be there. Well, we got a little bit worried about that. And we're looking around we're going, okay, what are our solutions? Well, we can blow a giant fucking hole through the side of this building and put a doorway into it. Well, that might not work because then you still got to get out of the track. And then it was, okay, we can build a bridge. And we look at the ceilings. Well, now we're going to take out the ceilings, move fire suppression. That bridge is going to have to have a hell of an arc. So it's going to have to go all the way across. It's going to be a... 150 foot bridge is going to cost us a half a million dollars to do just over and over. We were just looking at these things going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And I'll be honest, I was stressing the fuck out over it. Well, we ended up realizing later that no matter what you do, if you're on the track, you have to cross a barrier to get off the track in an emergency situation. The barriers and gates are closed behind you. There's nothing you can do about that. No matter what the fuck you're doing, there is nothing you can do about that without making a very unsafe situation like a fucking ramp going over the 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 barriers that if you hit it with a cart, you're going to go fucking airborne into a wall. So that kind of arrests some of our concerns. But you know what? That was a great example of some of the shit that's happening. I mean, we had the goddamn POS company. I'm re- I reached out to them a month ago. And ask them for our initial race member licenses. They're these little cards that basically when you register with us, we give you a card. It tracks all your, everything that you do, all your point values, all your racers profile, all that stuff. So I ordered 25,000 of these cards and it took like two weeks to get the goddamn order in because I'll be honest with you, we're working with this company. I'm I'm not going to say the name, but anyways, we're working with this POS provider that's just fucking awful. And... I had to keep reminding them to send me their, to get these cards to me. Hey, I need these initial initial race member licenses. We open at the end of next month. And hey, I haven't heard anything on this. Where are we at? So finally, everything's all done. The money's sent and everything's paid for. And I go the, uh, about, I don't know, a week ago, I get an email saying, hey, Jordan, will you approve the, the registration card proofs? Because we had them custom made. And they were the exact same things as our gift cards. So I responded to it and said, hey, you know, that looks exactly like our gift cards. I think that things are going to get confused. I think we should get a different design. And they asked me, you know, what do you have in mind? So I went on Adobe Photoshop or uh, whatever, Photostock, and I pulled up some different backgrounds and things like that and said, hey, can we try this out and get a proof? Well, the next day, I still haven't heard from them. So at the end of the day, I sent an email said, hey, where are we at with this? Now, granted, this is literally earlier this week. So we are two weeks away from opening. And they said, hey, we'll get it to you tomorrow. We have uh, That's got to go through our design department. I said, okay, are we still on track to get those cards next week for training? And their response was, all these cards take at least three weeks, weeks to create. We're not going to have these to you till mid-September. And I looked at that and just kind of snapped for a second. Like, what the fuck? I've been asking for this for four weeks now. And they knew our dates. I mean, fuck, they're flying their entire goddamn team in to train us on this entire POS system, and they're going to be here in two days. They knew that. They scheduled that months ago. 
how the hell did this slip through this, the cracks? So I thought, okay, you know, that's probably just for the custom artwork. So I said, hey, can we can we do like, I don't know, 10,000 of those cards? Can we do them through uh, just, you know, your standard cards? And they responded, we don't have any standard cards. So then I tie in the VKP of the company. It's like, okay, what are we going to do here? Because I'm opening in just a couple of weeks here. And I don't have any racer member licenses for my guys. And they just basically kind of went, we don't have a solution for you. So now I'm pissed. I'm thinking, okay, these, after all of this shit we're pushing for this general contractor, all the fucking hustle we're doing, we're going to be held up by some fucking idiots behind a POS system that forget to get our racers licenses. You have got to be shitting me. I am fuming angry at this point. Unfortunately, I also told Zach and let him take on that stress, which you really should never do as a leader is let your employees know when you're stressed. That's not really fair to them because they, they take on that. They have stress of their own. Don't fucking put yours on them. And I'm horrible about that. I'm going, I'm getting better. And I'm going to continue to get better about that. But anyways, I'm wound about this. And I end up, I, I make a reference to lost revenue, you know, and that's a substantial, you know, two additional weeks of, of payroll with no revenue, two additional weeks of utilities with no revenue. You know, there's, we're talking quite a bit of money, not just, not in, even including the lost revenues. And finally they respond. And this conversation at this point, it's all email because they won't fucking take my goddamn phone calls to try to resolve this. And it's, so it's been going on for four or five hours and I get an email saying, Jordan, you can just open without the racers licenses and you can just give them the racers licenses when they come back there next time. Most of the car tracks don't even use racer licenses. And I just stared at this email for a minute, just twitching like I'm having a fucking seizure because what the fuck for the last four hours I've been screaming at them about how we can't open without them. And then they finally decide to say that, to say that it's not a big fucking deal at all. Ah, I was just, I was pissed. So shit like that is happening a lot. And I mean, when, when I say a lot, I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, those are the two isolated incidents. We got told that we weren't going to have any furniture in time at all. It wasn't going to be possible. It was going to be two and a half weeks after we open. Got that resolved. We had the wrong electrical system in the kitchen, so we were had to we were trying to figure out different electric or, uh, kitchen equipment and getting the electricians to run different lines, getting approved by the city and all that stuff. Got that figured out. The paint was fucked up. The primer that they used for some reason didn't uh, seal into the drywall the same way it did into the joint compound, and it just looked like giant ripples everywhere. It just looked like absolute garbage. Garbage. Well, guess what? Got that figured out. Looks fucking great now. Use a ceramic matte finish and it is amazing looking. We also ran into the issues of, oh, we had like fucking five cubic feet of cooler space for all of our beverage cooling for our behind our bar because our bar was designed like absolute fucking garbage. So we had to rip out cabinets and last minute order additional coolers and shit. Uh, fucking bottoms up dispenser. I was told needed to be uh, a, needed to be installed into our stainless steel top cooler i even went as far as i grabbed casey i'm like hey this just doesn't seem right looking at these at these how to's and everything i just don't understand how this is going to work and he looks at it, he's like yeah i don't have any idea so we call up their fucking technical department and talk to them about what we're doing i'm like it just doesn't look right and they're like no no you're doing it right just it, it's right so i drill holes in our brand fucking new cooler stainless steel countertop 
and it took me forever. I burned up like six drill bits trying to do it. So I decided to walk away from it because I had spent like an hour and I'm exhausted of just sweating from trying to get through this shit. And I sent an email to the company and the company's like, why are you drilling holes in that cooler top? I'm like, because your tech department told me that's what I need to do. And they're like, no, you don't have one installed and designed to install into that. Yours is supposed to be remote installed. Don't drill holes in that cooler. So now I've got a $5,000 cooler that I just drilled some fucking holes in based on their company's department telling me what to do. Well, guess what? Figure that shit out too. It's just, it's one thing after another. But guys, everything, it's always like, what the fuck is next? We take a step back and we figure it out every single time. We've had massive cost increase. We've had issues with sim rig licensing. Ovens, we weren't able to get the right ones and get the get them there on time. We've had change order after change order. We just blew a fucking hole. We took out a window in our VIP and blew a hole through the wall to put a doorway into it so we could have trackside seating. I mean, it is just, we are nonstop modifying. But I'll tell you what, it feels fucking great. Yeah, we're stressed because we have a lot of shit happening and we only have a week to do it. And starting Monday... All the orientation, all the training for all 70 some people that still have to be trained and go through orientation, all that has to be done. And we're doing three trainings a day because we have so many different positions. We have axe throwing, we have cart marshals, pit crew, crew chief, kitchen staff, bar staff, flex staff, like all these different positions we have. We need to train each person independently for what they do. Now, don't get me wrong. They can all do everything that's in the facility but we got to start them somewhere and that's what anything has to be if you want to be able to become successful in something you just got to fucking start somewhere but I'm not going to have time to be hanging vinyls or fixing electrical plans or finding this last minute fridge it's just got to fucking happen right now or happen when you don't have something on your schedule you know we're we're a year and a half into this project. And I mean, that's like year and a half with full-time focus on it. That's a lot of fucking time. Can you imagine? Just imagine for a second, you're going to start something that you're going to work 40 to 60 hours on a week for the next year and a half before you see the finish line, before you're done with it. There's not a lot of people that would take on any fucking task like that. But you know, if I asked you the same thing, about doing something that you love. Let's say you love racing. If I said, hey, I want you to go hit the circuits for the next year and a half and hit every single one and compete in everything you can and it's going to, in a year and a half, it's going to start paying off and you're going to start to be able to do it as a career. If you love racing, you're going to be like, where the fuck do I sign up? Let's do this right now. I mean, it takes that work. It takes those steps. And I mean, right now, yeah, don't get me wrong. We're doing easily 100 hours right now per in, in the week. There is no doubt in my mind about that. Fuck, I was up at 3.30 this morning to make sure I could get the truck fixed so I can hook up to a trailer, drive to two hours away to pick up a fucking cooler that we can keep our kegs cool in and get it back so that I can start installing the rest of the vinyls on the outside of the facility. Because tomorrow, I've got one day with my entire crew, the, probably the last day for a very long time, where we all just get to sit down together and have fun. Now, that's outside of work. I should say outside of work because, fuck, we do it at work every day. Just the other day, we finally got a chance to run the carts in the facility. We invited some friends over, and we did. We had to do a photo shoot for a magazine company, and we dressed absolutely fucking ridiculous. I, I took my pants off and gave them to Zach so that he had something decent to wear, but Zach and Casey are wearing leather helmets and aviators and white feather boas to simulate scarves, and they're just posing like 
just the most ridiculous fucking models in front of all these people that I invited. I mean, we got 20 people at this place. And then we just start getting out there and hitting the track and where everybody's timing one another with their phones and we're just keeping score of what we can do and talking shit to each other and talking about the different apexes and whatnot and fucking loving it. We didn't leave until like midnight that night after cleaning up the stuff, getting the dust out because there's still concrete dust fucking everywhere that we have to get cleaned up. But it was such a good time. Well... I got my ass up at 3.30 this morning because, one, I'm going to run two miles every fucking day with a sunrise. Now, granted, today I couldn't do it with a sunrise. I had to do it a little bit earlier, but I feel that good. I wake up and feel so energetic and so passionate because I'm doing what I love. And if you do what you love, you love what you fucking do. And, you know, it's really, it's actually kind of pissing me off. I'm trying to explain this to people that you can make a great life out of doing what you fucking love doing anyways every single day. Your favorite thing, the thing that you are so passionate about that if you could give it to people and just do it for the rest of your life and never make a fucking dime, you would do it. You can do that. You can go and make that a part of your life. You could do it in the job you're doing right now. Just do the things you fucking love because you're going to be great at it and you know what's going to happen? You're going to make money doing it. This whole car track thing, I did it for years for free. We had the shitty little community cart here that broke five times every time we went out there. But you know what? Everybody came over, rode the living piss out of it, had a shitload of fun, and I spent the next week fixing it, getting ready for the next week. You know what? I gave that shit away for a long time. I actually spent a lot of fucking money for a long time doing that. And honestly, if I wasn't doing this cart track... I'd be doing it still, no doubt in my mind, because what I'm doing, I love. I loved looking that night with all 20 people there at their smiling faces, the passion that I watched in every one of those motherfuckers, just how happy they were to be there. It felt so good to me. I look over, my daughter and my wife are laughing and just watching. Leah, my daughter, was just dying when she had to leave because she wanted to stick around and watch. It was just... It's something so amazing that you can do that. You can do whatever it is you're passionate about. You can make that your life. Seriously, whatever it is, find, is there, is there somebody out there making a living doing it? Somebody out there that's successful in doing what you're passionate about. And if there is, you can do it too. They're no fucking better than you. Shit, they're probably not even as good as you. They're just started. And that's the only thing that's holding you up from it. But it's pissing me off because I tell people this, that... Go, do what you love. That's the only thing that matters. Stop doing shit for money. Stop doing stuff for pride and just, you know, to be able to say that you do it. Do the stuff that you genuinely would just give the fuck away. The things that you would do and never have to let people know that you do because it's not driving your ego. It's just something that you love. And I get this, oh yeah, well I get that, but I gotta be realistic. Or yeah, I get that, but you know, I just don't think I can make enough money with it. You know what? You're fucking right. You're fucking right. You can't. You can't. Because you know what? Everybody else can. Everybody else can go and they can, they can fucking crush it. And whatever the hell it is they want to because it's a choice every single day. You're choosing not to be scared. You're choosing to take those steps forward. You're choosing to be the fucking best and choosing to have the best life that you can have. Because you only have one life. Your day yesterday is gone. These 23 minutes that you've been listening to this podcast is fucking gone. 
you're never going to get that back. You really want to do, you really want to use those time that all that time doing something you hate, something that you're just doing so that you can get by. You're fucking crazy. If that's what you're doing. I just don't understand that you have one life. Spend every minute of it doing what you absolutely love. Doing what absolutely matters to you. But you know what? It's Saturday. It's 4.30. I'm going to go get in my truck. I'm going to drive my ass across the state. I'm going to get a fucking fridge, somehow a 450-pound fridge. I'm going to put on this damn trailer, and I'm going to bring it to the facility. I'm going to clean the damn thing out and unload it. And then I'm going to start laying vinyls on it, and I'm going to be at that facility until probably 10 o'clock tonight. And you know what? I was so fucking excited for that, I couldn't sleep. So while you're going to sit there and make excuses why you're not doing the shit that you love or why you're unhappy in what you're doing or why you're stressed and frustrated or scared or any of those fucking things, I'm going to go out there and do what I fucking love. And I'm going to have the best goddamn day of my life today. And you should too. You have the fucking choice to do it. Do it right now. Go fucking kick some ass. See ya.